Coming up today on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. With original COVID, we thought we knew who was going to be at risk. You know, my older patients, I would urge them to get the vaccine or patients who had the other health issues that went along with getting and doing poorly with COVID. The tricky thing is, is now we're seeing Delta gets everyone. The Dr. Linda Mental Show is next. And welcome to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mental, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend, we're here, we're doing life together, and as always, we're so glad you've joined us. Hello, Dr. Linda. It's great to be with you again this weekend, and I know you are especially excited because we have a real medical doctor on the show today. As opposed to me, who's not a medical doctor. That's right. <laughs> Just you're, the doctor of the mind. You're the head doctor. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Our guest is one of your colleagues from the medical school where you work, and she's going to answer some questions about the new Delta variant, since so many of our listeners have questions, and for that matter, so do I. Uh, we will hopefully bring some sense into all of this confusion that we still have concerning how to respond to COVID, and again, now the new variants. You know, you're right, Chris. It, it is just all so confusing. So we thought having a physician come and speak to us would be really helpful. Remember, we had Dr. Lane come mm-hmm. when the virus was just starting, and we knew so little about it. Well, now we have another whole variation of this. And so Dr. Maitland was really kind to say, yeah, I'll come on your show. I'll help answer some questions. Maybe we can, you know, take down some of this confusion. So let me introduce her. This is Dr. Laurieanne Maitland. She's a family medicine physician and medical educator. She earned an MPH, that's a master's in public health, from Boston University. School of Public Health. Her medical degree is from the University of New England College of Osteopathic Medicine, and she completed her postgraduate residency training at the Dartmouth Family Medicine Residency Program. She practices clinically and teaches both medical students and residents. And here's the thing, Chris, she has such a heart for the underserved, and she does a lot of medical missions, having traveled to several countries providing medical care to those in need. And given her public health focus, she's closely been following the data about the pandemic during this time. And she's been treating patients, and she's very knowledgeable. I've got to tell you, I call her all the time and ask her questions about what does this mean and, you know, what is this test? And she's going to help us with some of those questions. So she's been a great resource. She's a personal friend. She's a colleague. She's a follower of Christ and someone who I can really say I really trust and I respect her deeply. So Dr. Maitland, welcome. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thanks for that introduction and thank you for having me today. Well, listen, it's been a really rough year. As uh, most of us know, we're trying to navigate this pandemic and make sense of all the messaging that we hear in terms of what to do. So just a note though, I wanna say before we begin our conversation with Dr. Maitland, we are not going to talk politics or ideology during this show. Chris, our show has not been about that. It's about relationships. It's about helping people cope. It's about mental health, all the good things that we need to be very mindful of. So rather, we're going to talk about the health care in this pandemic and what it means to care for others. I'm saying this up front because not everybody will agree with all of our points, but we want a sane, civil conversation. 
We don't want to take sides. We don't want to get into fights about all of this. We've had enough of that. Well, I think on a show like this where you bring an expert like Dr. Laurieann on, she's going to present facts and tell mm-hmm. us, give us the medical perspective on this thing. So there really shouldn't be any sides to be taken, just taking this information and make a good decision. Yeah, and that's what we want to do is we want to just give you some more information from a physician who's practicing during this time. So Dr. Maitland, just when we thought we might have a handle on this pandemic and we thought, oh, we might go back to a little bit of normalcy, the Delta variant has changed things again. So can you talk about what you're seeing treating patients and the concerns you have with the Delta variant? Sure. One of the things I've said to multiple people over this past week is Deltas are very different beast than the Wuhan um, virus, which was our original COVID virus. And I think there are a few things to really know. Delta is much, much more contagious than the original COVID, which is called Wuhan. Just to demonstrate that, with the original COVID, we thought each person infected was able to infect about two people. Very, very different with Delta. We feel that with Delta, you can infect up to eight or nine people, and that's why it is so what we call transmissible. The other important thing to know is that the viral load in infected people with Delta is 1,000 to 1,200 times more than the original virus. That starts in the place called the nasopharynx, your back of your nose and the start of your throat. And the incredible thing is, through research, we know that even people who are vaccinated, whether they're symptomatic or not, also have that level or similar level of viral load. So it's regardless of vaccine status. It stands to reason, right? The more virus particles you have in your nose and throat, the more likely you are to spread it to many people. The other big difference is who we're seeing get sick. And, you know, we all knew a year and a half ago when the original strain hit the United States and the world, we sort of had a picture of who gets sick, right? And that Mm -hmm. was old people. You know, if you lived in a nursing home, that was people who were older, certainly not young, but middle-aged to older who had a lot of what we call comorbidities, being obese, having diabetes, and other things really put you at risk. What we're seeing with Delta, that is not the case. It does not discriminate. And so we are seeing people like you and me, healthy middle-aged individuals and younger, get very sick and die and die quickly with Delta. You know, with the original COVID, I would say patients sort of trickled into the hospital. Now they are pouring in. We went from two hospitalized COVID patients about three and a half weeks ago to over 80 currently. Wow, that's a huge increase. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And many, many of those individuals are less than age 50, and we're seeing people die in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Wow. That's a little frightening. So let's talk about when you said that even when you're vaccinated and you carry this virus inside your nose and the sort of the back of your throat, then people might be saying, then what's the point? Why should I even get vaccinated if I still am a carrier of that? The big difference is, you know, who dies and who, who gets severely ill. 
some people may say, well, the vaccines don't work if I still have to wear a mask or I can still transmit it. Well, well, that's not true. It depends on how you, you know, define success, right? So success is not dying and not getting severely ill. So we know the vaccines that we have available right now, and particularly the messenger RNA vaccines, are very robust at preventing death and hospitalization and severe disease. The vaccines were very good also at preventing infection in the original virus, Mm -hmm. not so in Delta. Delta has gotten smarter. You know, the virus has gotten smarter, has mutated into what we call Delta, and it can evade the vaccine, which means, like myself, I could get infected with COVID and I could be asymptomatic or have very few symptoms, you know, like a scratchy throat or a stuffy nose, but I could still transmit it. And really, I care about others, obviously, so I'm going to put a mask on because I don't want to be the link in the chain that gets somebody else sick who may die. So the bottom line of that is if you're vaccinated, then you might get a, what they call a breakthrough, get the actually the new variant, but you would not get so sick that you would probably die or you would probably have to go into the hospital. So that benefit is still there. That is correct. Mm-hmm. We've heard the uh, COVID-19 <laughs> virus compared a lot to the flu. And we know that each year they come out with a flu vaccine and they sort of just kind of hope it's the right one for that variant of the flu. Is the Delta variant the same as when we get a new flu virus every year? No, mainly because it's so deadly. Hmm. I get a flu shot every year. I'm a believer in the flu shot. But we know that there are some years that the prediction isn't correct and or the flu virus mutates and many people end up getting the flu. But Delta is is much more transmissible. Um, Some people have likened it to measles. It's not quite that transmissible, but you can just spread it to so many people. So the vaccine we know does work. That's the good news. But what I was going to say is that if more people do not get vaccinated, this virus will mutate again and potentially to a form that evades all vaccines that we have available to us right now. That would be a very unfortunate and um, deadly situation. Wow, you've given us a lot to think about just in this first segment, but we need to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be answering more of your questions about the Delta variant and how you can lessen your fear, help your stress and get information. Some days, I simply have to fight discouragement. When those days come, I like to read the Psalms and meditate on the cure for my discouragement. Take Psalm 103, for example. David, feeling discouraged, talks to himself in a way that uplifts his soul. He tells his soul to bless the Lord and to remember the benefits of serving God. David wrote this psalm to encourage himself in the Lord, something I know I need to do regularly. Instead of focusing on all of his problems, David decided to engage his will and rehearsed the goodness of God. He begins the psalm by blessing the Lord. Then he speaks to his soul and reminds himself of all that God does for those who are faithful to him. So when you feel discouraged, do what David did and encourage yourself in the Lord. It will transform that discouragement to praise and gratitude. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. And just a reminder that you can follow Dr. Linda on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Linda Mental, and on Facebook, Dr. Linda Mental, author and speaker. Social media is a great way to keep up with Dr. Linda's speaking and writing on relationships. But we also want you to listen to and share the weekly podcast. They are on Faith Radio, but also all your favorite podcast platforms like iTunes. Just search Dr. Linda Mental Podcast or go to MyFaithRadio.com. And this is a podcast you might want to share with friends and family who want to hear more about how to make sense of things related to the pandemic. And obviously, Dr. Linda, we have plenty of questions about what to do with this new Delta variant, and that's the uh, topic of today's program. And we've asked special guest and physician Dr. Laurie Ann Maitland, a family medicine physician who is out in the trenches with COVID-19 to help us answer a few questions. It's been great to have a physician to talk to because, you know, you and I, every day we're dealing with people in our lives, our families, our friends, and so many of you that are listening are thinking there's so many messages about Mm. this. And I'm getting so confused by the media. And sometimes you hear messages that contradict each other. So it's very, very confusing. So one of the fallouts of that, Dr. Maitland, has been that a lot of people feel like their trust in the messaging has really been eroded, whether that's from media or even from reputable science places. What are some good, credible places to find information that you trust when you're looking to get your updates? First of all, peer-reviewed scientific literature, but that is not easy for many to read. But I would say your doctor, you know, it's the person you trust. And if you have COVID questions or vaccine questions, make an appointment. I think sometimes just calling, you know, you're going to get the nurse ask the doctor tells the nurse to tell you. And so (laughs) I would encourage an appointment in telehealth, you know, because you don't really need to go in. So if your doctor is offering telehealth visits, set one aside just for COVID. I would also say the CDC. I might hear some boos out there, but um, I do trust the CDC, your local health department. And I think, Linda, the thing that I would say where you should not get your information is Facebook or YouTube. (laughs) You and I get videos sent to us all the time. This doctor said this, and it's usually something from a social media site or something that's gone viral from somebody. How does the average person even discern that? If someone who calls themselves a specialist has to use YouTube or Facebook as their platform, you should be very, very skeptical about that. Hmm. You know, you can fact check it. You can go to factcheck.org. You can go to getvaccineanswers.org. But um, if there's one person saying something completely different than most of the other doctors in the world, you should be skeptical and and take a long look at that information. That's good. And, you know, I was just thinking when you said that, I know there's been a lot of controversy over the CDC. Probably every American knows what the CDC is. I'm not sure what that is. What is is the CDC? (laughs) Centers for Disease Control. (laughs) Chris is sometimes a little slow with some of that information. We tease him a lot. We're just teasing him. One of the things that I don't think people of faith realize is that the head of the CDC right now, Dr. Francis Collins, is a very strong strong evangelical believer. I watched a podcast early on with him and Tim Keller. So 
I do trust him. And uh, he does come at this from the perspective of a believer, but he's also a fantastic scientist as well. So I think what you've given us is a lot of good things to think about. What do you say to people when their hesitancy to get the vaccine is based on the idea that information and guidelines just keep changing? So they keep saying, but last year, Dr. Fauci said, and this year, and it changes. So I don't really trust the information I'm getting. Well, Linda, you know, science is dynamic. I mean, it's not static. It doesn't stand still. So, you know, naturally, we are learning literally every day about COVID. Things change frequently. And that's what happens in good science. Things change rapidly. So we need to pivot. And I heard somebody say that COVID is like building the airplane while you fly it. We do have to pivot and change and give different information, but it can be frustrating on the patient level, but it's frustrating on the doctor's level too, because then we have to turn around and re-explain things. We understand why, but every time that happens, we know that our patients may trust us even a little Mm. less. And I don't think people realize, Dr. Maitland, how much time you have to spend staying up to date on all those articles and reading the the medical literature to know what the new changes are. This is a novel virus. I mean, I think we know that, but we don't think about what does that mean? It is brand new, something we hadn't seen before. And so the information, like you said, evolves and changes as we get more and more familiar with it. We have to be a little bit more grace-filled with our physicians who are really trying and you know so many personally that are on the front line, that are working in the ICUs, that are trying to do uh, what's best. I mean, physicians take oaths. They are trying to save lives. That is their right. goal in everything that they do. And if we can have a little bit more grace for them learning new things, trying new things, you know, not experimenting on people, but certainly, Correct. you know, moving with the information. And I think what happens is our media really divides us that way because they want it to be an all or nothing answer. Answer, and that just isn't the way it works in medicine. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were heroes, you know, and, yeah. and now in many respects vilified. And it's sad to watch. I wouldn't say me, but my colleagues who are, you know, in the emergency room, in the ICU and, and things like that. So it's as a physician, sad to watch on many levels. All right. So you heard it a little more grace. Let's live like followers of Christ and do the things that we've been instructed to do in the Bible. And as we take another short break, we'll be back with the Dr. Linda Mintel show and more with Dr. Lorianne Maitland, who is going to answer more of our questions to calm our fears about the Delta variant. Everyone worries, don't they? Well, just listen to the nightly news or read the economic forecast or even talk to your family. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel. Opportunities to worry present themselves many times during our day. So why would God tell us not to worry when it almost seems like it's impossible? First, he knows the physical damage worry does to our bodies. Second, he wants to calm us down by taking the burden of control away from us. Hey, we don't have control. No matter how much we think we do, he does. And third, he wants us to trust him. The root of worry is doubting God. Doubt is not trusting that God is who he says he is, or he will do what he says he will do. So every day, take your worries to God. 
rehearse his goodness, accept his grace, and walk in the confidence that he is in control and he's working all things for your good. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. And just a reminder that you can follow Dr. Linda on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Linda Mental and on Facebook, Dr. Linda Mental, author and speaker. Social media is a great way to keep up with Dr. Linda's speaking and writing on relationships. But we also want you to listen and share the podcast as well. They are on Faith Radio, but also on all your favorite podcast platforms like iTunes. Just search for Dr. Linda Mental Podcast or go to MyFaithRadio.com. And this is a podcast you may want to share with friends and family who want to hear more about how to make sense of things related to the uh, pandemic. This would be a good one to share, just to listen to a physician talking about this and what her experiences are and right. based on her medical expertise. Yeah, we're talking with Dr. Lori Ann Maitland. And uh, during the break, Dr. Lori Ann, we were uh, discussing where the average person can go to find some good resources related to uh, COVID-19 and then, of course, the new Delta variant. You mentioned these sources. Where are they? Well, as we mentioned before, certainly your doctor. And I also said, don't get your information from Facebook. And (laughs) while that's generally true, I do want to point out what I feel are three very trusted sources on Facebook. One is called Unbiased Science. One is called Your Local Epidemiologist. And the last is called the Friendly Neighbor Epidemiologist. The last one I might point out, she's a believer, her husband's a pastor, and they actually talk about COVID in the church and how to conduct services and and things like that. Um, So those are are three really good sources. And I follow them all the time. When I don't have time to scour all the literature that came out in that day, these sites really sort of compile it for me. All right, let's talk a little bit about the concerns that a lot of people have over the side effects of vaccines. So the biggest thing that I read, Dr. Maitland, when I look at social media is that safety is on the minds Mm -hmm. of so many people and they just keep wondering, are these vaccines really safe? Yeah, so I have full confidence in these vaccines. As we all know, and we are all rejoicing in the medical community that Pfizer now has full FDA approval for individuals 16 and older. It allows us as physicians to speak with a confidence like we do other vaccines. Um, I also want to point out that these COVID vaccines, particularly messenger RNA technology, no other vaccine in history has been studied to this degree and with this degree of scrutiny prior to release. Are there side effects? Yes, there are side effects with any vaccine. These are very, very minimal. There are side effects when you swallow an aspirin or a Tylenol. Mm. I think it's really healthy for individuals to assess anything they ingest, whether it's a food or a medication or anything they might have an injection for. It's healthy to question. But, you know, you really have to weigh risks and benefits. And that's another place that your physician can help you. I feel like the technology is just awesome. And I believe in them so much that, you know, my 12-year-old was vaccinated 
she could have been vaccinated the day it came out for 12 and up, she would have been, but I had to work, so she went the next day. The messenger RNA, I just want to be clear that that is the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines that we're hearing so much about. Yes, that is correct. Related to these safety concerns, there is this concern, and I, I think it's a legitimate concern because while we've had millions of people vaccinated, there are some people who say, but we don't know the long-term data on how this is going to affect us in the future. So how do you address that with a patient? So Linda, you know, you're right. Like many things, we don't have extensive long-term data, but you know, we believe these vaccines to be safe. And in some cases, don't you think, Lorianne, that it's the difference of somebody being seriously hospitalized? Like we have a friend right now who is really in life or death mode based on the Delta variant and uh, is not seeming to respond to the good treatments that they have right now. So I think I go back to there is a level of trust that I guess you have to have in going forward. And we recognize that not everybody will have that trust. But at this point, this is probably from your position as a physician, you are more confident in doing it rather than not doing it. Oh, absolutely. You know, when people make a decision for anything, first they look at their individual risks Mm. and benefits, right? And part of that is what they bring to the table. With original COVID, Wuhan, you know, we thought we knew who was going to be at risk, right? So, you know, my older patients, I would urge them to get the vaccine or patients who had the other health issues that went along with getting and doing poorly with COVID, obesity, diabetes, etc. The tricky thing is, is now we don't know we're seeing everyone. So it's like Delta gets everyone. Mm. And the other thing I encourage people to think about is, yes, it's an individual decision. So you sort of weigh your risks and benefits. But, you know, humanity dictates and certainly as believers, it dictates to look outside of us. Right. And so what am I willing to do for my neighbor and Mm -hmm. the other people who can't get vaccines? Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes even if we don't have all the answers, we talk to the people we trust, like our doctor, and we come to the conclusion, you know what, I'm better off getting it than not. And that's personally. But you know what, my neighbor is better off if I get the vaccine. Dr. Lorianne, I'd like to go back for a second and talk about the concern over side effects from the vaccine. And we've heard a lot of people say, hey, look, you know, we're concerned about the effects on fertility uh, with this vaccine. Is that a concern? No, it's not. That's misinformation. And all of that uh, information we know was brought about by an anti-vax group. Hmm. So no, that is not correct. And just to add, we believe that the vaccine is safe in pregnancy and should be given in pregnancy. We had just in our local hospital, three women who had just given birth and were COVID positive and very, very sick. They were mm-hmm. unvaccinated. Sounds like Dr. Lorianne's going to be back with us next week. <laughs> it's going to probably be a two-parter <laughs> because there's just, yes. we, Chris and I had a slew of questions from listeners and we didn't get to half of them. So we're going to we're going to ask you graciously if you take your time again and come back. Certainly. So bottom line, Delta is different than the original COVID. It acts differently. It can affect us all, not just those who are elderly and sick. It should not be about you. It should be all. So we should be thinking we, not me. And that means, you know, protect yourself, protect your loved ones and your neighbor by getting your vaccine wear your masks in all indoor settings. It could save your life 
and it could save someone else's life. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's all the time that we have for today. And many thanks to our producer, Norm Mintel, our engineer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes this show a conversation. And of course, to our very special guest, Dr. Lorianne Maitland, a family medicine physician. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.